I cut all of the offers in my business that were not associated with my signature service. Getting rid of the offerings and all these smaller size digital products that kept me active, that but were not bearing fruit. And even though some of them were profitable, when I really start to look at this, it's like, it's, it's not just the fact that it's growing because weeds grow, but that doesn't mean you want weeds in your garden, right? Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 56. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. So before we dive into this next episode, to today's episode, we got to give a listener shout out. The most important aspect of this podcast is you, is making sure that we're creating content that is relevant, that is helping you serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your coaching or consulting business beyond one-on-one. And I want to give a loyal listener shout out to Mako Thanks. And here is what they said. Thank you. I was fortunate to attend an intensive weekend with Jerisha that was absolutely life-changing, both personally and professionally. The passion behind her work can't be ignored and her energy is absolutely contagious. I love that she doesn't hold back and truly wants her audience to be great. This episode or this podcast has supported the foundation she taught me live and I can confidently say her teachings have me on track for my first six-figure year. Can we like pause for a second? Hold up, six figures, let's do this. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, back to the listener, shout out. (laughs) Get your edges snatched here, but I also highly recommend investing in your business through one of her programs. It is beyond paid for itself and I would do it again and again. Thank you for answering your calling, Jerisha, because now me and so many others are in a better position to answer answer ours. God bless you. Mako, thanks. I got to say, thank you for the listener review. That was amazing. Um, And I love the fact that you're not just listening to this content, but that you're implementing and applying it to your business. So if you would like, you know, it would mean the world to me if you go on iTunes, make sure that you subscribe and leave a review for this podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, And I might just holla at you during a listener shout out on a future episode. So I won't make you wait any longer. Let's jump into today's conversation. Today, like you guys know, I'm on my whole morning routine kick where I'm getting up at 6, 6.30 every morning, doing my morning devotional, kind of pouring into myself before I start responding to the day. And that has just been making, you know, I've been doing it. I did it all of last week. This is week two. Um, and it, it is making such a huge difference in how I show up and how I operate and how I move throughout my day. So uh, I'm loving it so far. Um, But today I like something that's been really heavy on my heart and things that have been kind of going on in my world is um, pruning, you know, the the act of pruning, you know, cutting, trimming, pruning um, in areas where you are seeing growth in your life. And I think this is really important, um, mainly because I think a lot of the time as you know, you may be 
growing in your business or growing in your life and you're starting to see um, advancement with whatever it is that you've been intentional with doing, um, then you start to realize like, you know, you start to maybe think, what can I be doing right now to get like the maximum potential out of whatever it is that I'm doing? Like, what can I do right now to start like doubling down, tripling down on the results that I'm getting? And a lot of the time we get so uncomfortable to start to cut into prune um, that we will just allow whatever it is that we're growing to just grow wildly out of control without trimming, without cutting and without pruning, pruning along the way. And this morning, um, I know I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. I am going through the prayer of Jabez devotional. And one is just such an amazing devotional. I know for me, I've been looking for um, some sort of devotional for, you know, so that I can stay stay consistent with. Um, And this has been one that has been really, really powerful for me since I started it, um, you know, last week or so. Um, But one of the passages that was referenced today was John 15. And John 15 talks all about the vine and the branches. And it just really made a huge imprint on me because even as I'm in this season of my business and I'm looking at, okay, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to go. We sometimes, maybe you guys can relate to this. You get so caught up on what do I need to be doing more of what do I need to be adding to my plate? What more do I need to be doing? When a lot of the time, it's not that you need to be doing more to get the result. You actually need to start cutting things out. You need to start pruning. You need to start removing the dead weight, the infected branches, the things that are no longer producing fruit and to cut them and get rid of them. And when you do, when you start to cut and when you start to prune, that's when you make room for whatever it is that you're growing to continue to grow and to continue to flourish. Um, I don't know if you can relate to that. You know, I know for me, a lot of the time I'm thinking about, okay, what's the next level look like? Okay. What more do I need to be doing to get there? And we start adding all these things to our plate when in actuality, we really need to actually slash and cut things out and remove things. Um, And I think it's just so, you know, in conjunction with what I was reading this morning in my prayer time, Um, And I'm going to just share that with you guys because I just think it's really powerful. And maybe this might resonate with you based on what season you're in. But this is John 15. And it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. And he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And the thing that I love about that is He's saying in here in John 15, it says he cuts off every branch that does not bear fruit. And when you start to evaluate your business and you start to evaluate your life and you start to really look at, okay, I may be doing a lot. I may be growing in a lot of areas. I may be active and busy in this avenue and this avenue and this avenue. But really, have you taken a moment to sit down and say, are these activities or is this growth or what I'm doing that's being busy? Is it actually producing fruit? And when it's not producing fruit, do you have the courage to cut it and to like remove that branch, like to get rid of it? And I know, you know, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I get terrified or I'm having to learn. Let me not say that. Let me be careful with my words here. I am having to learn um, the habit of being able that to, to shift my perspective to say when I'm cutting things, that's not a bad thing. 
You know, when I'm removing things from my plate, removing things from my business that are not producing the fruit that I know God wants it to be producing, and I know it's not producing the fruit, and, and, and it's not really worthwhile of my attention and effort, it, it, that, that, that's a good thing. And when you think about it from a plant perspective, I'm not a planter. I am not a gardener. If you give me a plant or buy me a plant, more than likely it will die within the first week. That is just not my, I don't have the green thumb or whatever they call it. But when you think about it with anything else in life, like you think about vegetables or you think about fruit that you're growing in your garden or you think about the plant or when somebody buys you roses, like you cut the dead parts of the stem, like you cut the leaves that are that are dying. And even though you may have been giving effort to this and like trying to grow this, investing in this, when you start to see that it's not producing fruit, like you got to cut it. Um, you know, that song, you got to cut it. Like he was on to something when he was saying that, like in that song, like we need to adopt that too. But it, it's also biblical. Like he cuts off every branch that does not bear fruit. He prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And it's just like looking at pruning and looking at cutting as a healthy part and a healthy routine. And it's like, when is the last time you have evaluated your efforts and evaluated the work that you're doing and evaluated your business model, evaluated your revenue streams, evaluated the activities that you're doing in your business? When is the last time you took a pause and took inventory of based off of what the the seed that you have right now that you've put in fertile soil that you're trying to grow being your business, when is the last time you've taken inventory of what's dead? When is the last time you've taken inventory of what is really not bearing fruit and producing results? And once you've identified that, when is the last time you've actually cut and pruned? So like um, recently I did an interview on Tara McMillan's podcast, What Works? And it was all about simplifying your business model and focusing on one core offer. And if you have not listened to it, I highly recommend that you go check it out. It's a really, really good interview. Not just saying that because I was the one being interviewed, but I'm saying it um, because it really does correlate to the message that we're talking about today. But um, at the end of, what is it now? 2018, um, I cut all of the offers in my business that were not associated with my signature service. So before I had made quite a lot of digital products over the years, over the two years that I've been in business and really um, I've created a ton of different things like testing out offers, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't work. And when I really started to look at, okay, what's actually producing fruit, what's actually generating a profit in my business where am I seeing the largest profit margins in my business? Um, I started, and, and not just profit margins for me, but also profit margin in the sense of um, hearts impacted. Like where are my students, where are my clients getting the biggest results? And all that boiled down to my signature program services that sell. And even though my the, the seed I had planted being my business and what I was growing was starting to branch out Weeds were also starting to grow. And even though, you know, you may have the inspiration to like say, you know, I'm going to try this digital product. I'm going to do this workshop and start to do all these like smaller little bite-sized things. They may actually be growing, but it may not be the growth that you ultimately want to be experiencing. It may not be the consistency that you've been looking for. So I started to evaluate my business model and I realized where I'm making, where I'm earning the largest profit margin 
and simultaneously where my clients are getting the most impactful results is in my program services that sell. So what, what as I'm sitting here, this is what I was in, the boat I was in at the end of 2018. Um, you know, I would say it's even before that, this really started at the, at the end of 2017. It took me six or seven months to commit to it. Um, let me get that accurate. So at the end of 2017 is when I realized this. Mid-2018 is when I actually put it into place. So it took me six months to be obedient. Why? Because I was stubborn, hard-headed. I was scared to cut things and let things go. Um, but I'm so glad that I did because when I started cutting and when I started pruning um, within my business, I started to see greater fruits, right? Like I, you know, last year was the largest revenue earner that we've had in business. Like we have been growing at an exponential rate, which is um, a blessing. You know, you know, the more that I grow in my business, the more that I'm obedient. That means the more that I can do for God, I can do to glorify God, the more that I can help other people, um, the more that I can hire more team members and support their livelihood, the more I can help more people like you with being able to enroll high ticket clients consistently so you can start generating more sales and seeing more revenue in your business. Um, that's the whole goal. But that took that process started with me cutting and pruning, getting rid of the offerings and all these smaller size digital products that were not that kept me busy, that kept me active, that, but were not bearing fruit. And even though some of them were profitable, it's when you, when I really start to look at this, it's like, like, it's, it's not just the fact that it's growing because weeds grow, but that doesn't mean you want weeds in your garden, right? This episode was generously sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. We are all ready to make more money and serve more people. But if you are in an email ping pong game with potential clients struggling to schedule your next call, let me introduce you to my software sugar daddy, Acuity Scheduling. Look, if the need to easily schedule calls and collect payment is holding you back from actually making money in your business, you need a simple solution. You need to have an automated process that handles all of the administrative and payment collection tasks for you. You need something that integrates with your calendar so you never miss an appointment and sends reminders to your clients so they show up on time. You need Acuity Scheduling. I've dated all the top scheduling softwares that the interwebs have to offer, but nothing has come close to Acuity Scheduling. I've been rocking with Acuity Scheduling for two years and counting. They continue to exceed my expectations and they are always making improvements. That's real love. And to share the love, you can visit acuityscheduling.com backslash hawk hustle to get a 45-day trial to test it out for yourself. You will thank me later. Visit acuityscheduling.com backslash hawk hustle to get your 45-day trial of Acuity Scheduling now. So I just, you know, I think that that's something that that's maybe an activity that if you have not done that in your business, you know, it being March, it's about, you know, we're entering into a new quarter soon. This is probably a really great time for you to take inventory and to look at the activities that you're doing. Are you producing the fruit that you need to be producing? And instead of looking at what more do I need to add to my plate, it's really looking at what do I need to cut and get rid of? Um, you know, I use my business model in revenue streams as an example, but this may be net, like habits that you have that are not serving you. Like you mean it, you may need to cut out your excuses 
of being afraid of showing up um, and putting yourself out there. You may need to cut you know, uh, you know, staying up too late because that's preventing you from getting up in the morning and it's making you be sluggish to start your day. Like you may need to cut, um, you know, internal habits or negative self-talk or things that are self-sabotaging the results and the experience that you want to be having, you know, in the natural world. Like it may, it may not be a revenue stream for you. Um, you may need to cut the idea or perceptions or myths or misconceptions that you have about, I need to produce free content for a year before I can start selling. You may need to cut that belief. You may need to cut the belief that you have to grow a large audience before you start making offers before. Like, that's one thing that I hear often, far too often that I need, I, hopefully if you have that belief, that's something that you need to cut this season that you need to have a large audience or that you need to grow an audience before you can start selling. Um, Cause that is, not, that is not based off of my experience, based off the experience of students, students who have joined services that sell, who had zero audience, who did not know how, who had never done a Facebook live before, who were terrified of seeing themselves on camera. I just, I need you to cut that belief out. So whatever that is for you, identify what that is and start pruning in your own life. And if you need to pray through this, which I highly recommend that you do, and I hope I recommend that you pray before you pursue within your pruning to make sure that you're not just asking God to cut what feels uncomfortable for you, um, because what is uncomfortable for you might be the exact thing that he's calling you to step fully into, but praying for him to identify what needs to be cut and what needs to be pruned based off of, you know, you getting in alignment with what his desires are for you. Because I know a lot of the time, uh, and this is, I know for me personally, God's vision of what abundance looks like in my life and the territory that he wants to have for me terrifies me because it's bigger than what I think I'm qualified to have. Um, And that's why I think as I was reading through John this morning, John 15, like I would just read through the vine and the branches, but it was just such confirmation that, you know, God is not called the qualified. He qualifies the call. And just because sometimes I'll pray, like, God, remove this obstacle, remove this hurdle. He's like, you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Um, and me removing that is actually me removing you from the blessing that's on the other end once you break through. So instead of, you know, so start really pray before you pursue in that. One thing that, one thing I love about um, my Bible that I use, so I use the NIV. Um, Bible for women. And I really, really like it because as you're going through scripture, there's these short little devotionals within um, the Bible. But one thing that the little, the devotional said today that I thought really stuck with me that I underlined two or three times was that the hard part is faithfully understanding the pruning process. Because I think conceptually we understand it. Like logically we get it, right? Like logically we get that when you're growing, a part of growth of any beautiful flower is weeds will get attached to it. Thorns will get attached to it. Um, anything that grows, par- parts of it will die. Like leaves will die. Like it's very, we see it symbolically in so many areas of life, but it's just hard. Sometimes, again, we can get it logically, but it's hard to understand it spiritually, internally, and then to be obedient to it. And I think that's, I agree with that, that the hard part is faithfully understanding the pruning process. When God prunes or guides us through the pruning process, it is for the purpose of more growth in places where growth is already occurring and good fruit is already being produced. So I think that's a really good qualifier that like, um, 
you know, that, that he's pruning in areas that are already occurring, where growth is already occurring, where good fruit is already being produced in the, in, with the purpose for you experiencing more growth. And so this is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with because we're so creative and we're, we have this tendency to be innovative and we're excited to tackle and try new things that sometimes we get to cutting and pruning the wrong stuff. Meaning that when we start to like try a new strategy or we're moving in our business and we figured out what works, typically, I know this is for, I know I'm speaking on my behalf. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe you can't, but I've noticed this with entrepreneurs that when we start to see what works, we'll be like, all right, that worked. Okay. What's the next thing versus doubling down on the thing that's already working. Like we get so excited to try new ideas and to test new things, which is beautiful which I think is like one of our strengths. But I think also we need to be able to use discernment when it comes to cutting and pruning that we are also paying attention to what's already producing results. What is already bearing fruit? What is already working for us? And how can we make sure that we are pruning the weeds that have grown around that to make sure that what's already working continues to work and that we can amplify the growth of it versus completely abandoning it? And I know. Maybe you can relate to this. I don't know. Just speaking on this. I know this is on my behalf um, because my program services that sell was working. Like it was working. It was getting results. Like people were coming in from such a wide range of service-based business owners and getting results, converting four-figure clients, having their first five-figure month, like converting $9,000 clients, $12,000 clients, $14,000 clients, like having the courage to do their first Facebook live, like having the courage to be visible and put themselves out there. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, what's the next offer? What's the next thing I need to go create? What's the next product that I need to uh, put out there? And it's like, bruh, young thug, have a seat. Like let a OG, the original God, like the God break something down to you, boo boo. I don't need you to go create nothing else. I just need you to cut the little BS, cut the weeds that are starting to grow around it so I can allow the thing that's already growing to produce more fruit. I don't need you to go create something else yet. Can you first just tend, can you tend to this first thing? Can you tend to this, to the, the, to the offer that's already producing results for your clients? That's already producing fruit for your home. That's already allowing you to hire team members and support your team members. Can you, can you just, can you just focus on the thing that's already paying your bills? And I'm like, you know, Okay, that makes some, you know, you making sense, you making sense that that's connecting with me, but it's, but understanding it logically and faithfully trusting the process are two different things, right? That's why I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll be a hundred percent transparent. And I, we, I, I dive into this in much more detail in Tara McMillan's interview on what works podcast is it took me six months to be obedient. Like it took me six months of fighting and struggling and I, you know, battling with God, debating with God about like, is this what I should be doing? Um, Cause it's scary to go all in. Like it's scary to cut and prune sometimes, but I think that that's a really important caveat of that. Like, look at where you're already producing fruit. Look at what's already working. Look at where you're already seeing growth and seeing activity. Um, I know for me, another thing is live video is live video. And this is why I, like, I like, say it so often is so powerful 
somebody else asked me the other day, like, Jay, is your Facebook group the reason why you're able to generate new leads? Or is it your ads? Or is it your list? I'm like, y'all, every, every aspect of growth in my business started with me doing live video. Like me showing up consistently when I didn't feel like it, when I was scared to be on camera, when I didn't know what I was going to say, when I stumbled, when I completely blanked out when the camera went on. Like all of my old live videos are still on my page for a reason because it allows me to go back and look at how far I've grown, but it allows you to see my track record. Like, so if you are curious, like what did Jay's first videos look like? One, they were like trash. They weren't trash, but I mean, like they were just like, it was rough. Like it was rough, but go back on my Facebook timeline, on my Facebook page, Jerisha Hawk, scroll back to the beginning and like, see what I was posting. But what did I do? What did I not do? I didn't stop. I consistently kept showing up and live video has been the, the, the originator or been the foundation of all the growth that is taking place in my business. Like my live video is my soil. It's where new people discover me. It's how I got Black Enterprise, uh, got featured in Black Enterprise. It's how I've gotten pretty much every speaking engagement up until this day. Because um, I, I literally, like in the past, I don't know, two months, actually started pitching myself for opportunities. But for the last two and a half years since I've been online, every opportunity, speaking opportunity, public relations opportunity that has come my way has been because of my live video. All of you guys who have discovered me, it is because either somebody watched my live video and told you about me, and that's why you joined my Facebook group. That's why you joined my email list. That's why you enrolled in services that sell. It all started with my live video, and that is something that I know works. So it's like, you know, how can I prune and cut the areas where I can be amplifying the growth of my live video? Uh, Jay, go live more. Um, Stop being... Like, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today or um, my hair isn't done or like my makeup isn't beat or um, I still haven't bought the the fancy Canon camera that I want or um, like my background isn't popping enough so I can't go live. Like, bro, you blocking your blessings. Like, so for me, it's just looking at and I hope that this message resonates with you is where can you make cuts? And where do you need to start pruning um, so you can start to expect more growth? And how can you, and I just encourage you, you know, to ask God to help you understand and to have more faith in the pruning process. You know, just, just talk to him at some point today and just ask him to speak to you in a way that you can understand. Ask him to make it clear what areas, what beliefs, what mindsets, what perceptions, um, what behaviors, what habits, what activities, what people in your life, like, let, mm, we're going to go there for a second. What, what people in your life you need to cut and prune so you can have a healthy maintenance of the thing that you're growing. So I hope this was helpful, guys. This is what's on my heart right now. Hope that blesses you today. Um, if this was helpful for you, my only ask of you is to share this message And all of us, we want to be seeing each other win. We want to be seeing each other succeed. And part of that success process is cutting and pruning. So I just invite you guys to share the message today. I invite you guys to read through John John 15, the vine and the branches. And I invite you to pray today and just to ask God 
to speak to you in a way that you can understand and to help make it clear where you need to be cutting and pruning um, so you can start to expect and see more growth. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thanks so much for listening in today. It means the world to me that you take time out of your morning commute or during your workout or while you're at home to listen into our show. And to show my thanks, I would love to actually hop on a phone call with you. That's right. I mean, pick up a phone, dial a phone number, you know, do what our parents used to do back in the day before Instagram DMs. <laughs> but I would love to actually just learn more about you and thank you for, you know, tuning in and listening to our show. So if you'd love to hop on a call, just visit jerishahawk.com backslash chat and I will talk with you soon.